This is Power 102 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Uh-oh, guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 what day is it, Mike? <laughs> Listen, guess what today is? Woo-hoo! When I wake up in the morning, love And the sunlight hurts my eyes Something without warning love Bears heavy on my mind Then I look at you And the world's alright with me Just one look at you And I know it's gonna be A lovely day Good morning to you. Thank you so much for joining us on the Power Breakfast Show on Power 1 and 2 Digital on this rainy hump day Wednesday. Talk about rain overnight. I tell you, I was sound asleep and then I heard one crack of a thunder woke me up. Couldn't go back to sleep for a while. It rained all night up by me in Barataria. Rained a lot in the south and Grandy got some flooding in the Southland. Yeah. Wow. That was rain. And thank you so much for joining us on the Power Breakfast Show. Paul Richards, he's in. Wendell Stevens, he's in. Ruben, he's in. My name is Steve Kahn. We'll keep it coming at 9 o'clock. CJ, look out for Rich Rich. That's all I'll say. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us. Uh, of course, quickly, going to take a look what's happening traffic-wise. Yeah, ooh. Wow. Ooh. Just one look at that traffic. Coover towards Shigwanas, a bit busy from Shigwanas towards the interchange. A lot of volume. They are going to exit uh, into Monroe Road, that's a bit busy. Southern Main Road after Chin Chin Road, got some traffic here towards Karani. Uh, East West Corridor, let's head down to, they head down to the swampland of Grandy. You're going to get traffic this morning from Mausica, heading straight up towards Yui, and then slow going into Port of Spain, Arima Old Road on Eastern Main Road. Yeah, from there, Takarigo, Makoya, as usual. Yeah, got some traffic. Out of Karnas, got some traffic. Nothing out of Mocha as yet. Oh, do I need to do a press? I'm that wrong. Tabby, right? A little traffic out of um, Maraval. Hmm, I tell you. Let's see who sent us hellos. First thing this morning. Let's see. It's Wednesday. Yep, yep, yep. He says, hey, 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 it's hump day. 
It could be our last chance to say goodbye to the whole wide world. So true, you never know. Says good morning, everyone. All right, so good morning to Ken E. That's who came up second. Yep, Trev Trev. Always a bridesmaid. Hardly ever a bride. Good morning to you, Trev Trev. Salim Abdullah, good morning to you. Trinbega Wakwan. That's what he says. God, Cillian Valencia, how's your weather, bro? Ray Ray, out in West Palm Beach, Florida. They're expecting a hurricane coming up on that side. Uh, I believe from this evening and tomorrow. Wow. Let us know how that's going. Maria Marva, good morning. Oliver Man Warren, happy hump day. Be safe on the black carpet. Yeah, that black carpet. Oh, it's kind of rain that you can't really see the white lines or anything. Miss Ingrid, good morning, everyone. Be safe, blessings. Good morning, Ruben. Okay. Reno Halasi, DJ Ray out in Tampa. He's back home, he says. Uh, Ms. Maloney Dudu, good morning. CJ, good morning, CJ. Stop the morning to Ruben and Avi. Look out for somebody there, CJ. Look out for somebody heading your way. Uh, Carol Guevara, what one, Carol? Happy hump day to you as well. All right, so that's our hump days, that's our traffic. Am I forgetting anything? I don't know. I'm just waiting for my computer to boot up so I can get a weather update for you. So good morning to you, Wendell Stephen, Paul Richards, on this wet hump day. Morning, morning, Paul. Morning, uh, Steve. Good morning, Trinidad and Tobago. And good morning, listeners all over the globe. It's an, a very wet day. I'm still in Arima again. Um, we could tell. Uh, yeah, I, I, well... I think it's just best I stay up and do the show and then go down the road. Because of the reception and because of the internet issues and so on, um, I, I think that's what I'm going to do. Oh, yeah, I was to give you a telephone number to call. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when, when it's sorted out, then I'll start heading down early, earlier. Oh, okay. <clears throat> it just means I won't be able to do live newspapers, but if Paul... If Paul sends me um, a copy of the digital one, I could help him read the papers on it. I don't mind. All right. Morning, Pablo. Good morning. It's web-based, so you just have to, you can pull it up on your phone yourself, so. Oh, I can? I've yes. never done that, but I'll try. Trinidad Express, Trinidad Express, Trinidad Express, Trinidad Trinidad Guardian .com and Newsday.com. It's all web based. You can put it up. So I'll do the, I, I can do the express for you then. So. Good morning. It's rainy Wednesday morning. You all be careful on the roads. Yeah, boy. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, but you I know see. I love the rain, so I don't have a problem with it at all. Uh, you love the uh, rain. It's nice and green. What I is nice and green? green I, do, I can't say that yeah, I love it. The place is nice and green. I love the rain. I love cold weather. So. Mm. Yeah, I had enough of cold weather. That's the reptile in me. <laughs> I want to say something on that. But it's I all bait, Steve Cam. It's so easy to bait you, let me tell you. Mm -hmm. It is, you know. Mm -hmm. You get straight out and you'll grab on it. Political tricks, you know what it is. You learn some tricks when you're working that place. Yeah, no kidding. And that place, boy, the, the amount of messages I got coming out from that place. 
The rain just restricts your movement, and I, I don't like anything that restricts me. Just a young girl. All right. What? Take a listen, man. Take a listen. I know you're not that young, and you don't know these things. Yeah, Cindy, tell them. Tell them what song this is. I know this is your favorite song. You get it, Paul? You get it? Flew over your head? Your idea, your idea of creativity really astounds me. You want to sit down here? You veer to the obvious. No, I don't want to sit down there at oh, all. Oh, okay. All right. You know after it, his, and I don't think anybody else wants to sit experience when you weren't there. No, I don't want to pass I it. know. I met a <laughs> chap where I sent you a message yesterday, Wendell. Hmm. Um... Uh, let me take it, find it here. Where's Yeah, I, I was wondering, you said call Kujufi. Yeah, he wanted to talk to you about something. Which Kujufi is that? A tall guy. Aldan Kujufi? I, I don't know. He lives up, you met him here in Trinidad? Yeah, he came into the pet butler afternoon, yesterday afternoon. Hey, hey. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll call because yeah, I was wondering who Nice chap, nice because... chap. He has lived abroad for a long, long time. I know. He told me, he says, Steve, when, when you were off, oh my Lord. Oh. <laughs> he told me everything. He said, he talked about Paul. I was like, oh gosh, don't even worry, just start. We know, we know. I heard. Uh-huh. I right. heard. I said, okay. My day is to be the technical operator, long one, and I have no embarrassment for that. It's like riding a bike. I have no patience to sit down there and. God, well, you have mad system industry there because it's a mad system <laughs> flooding in San Francisco this morning. Well, Some I... flooding in Penal this morning. Yesterday, I did uh, you know something you see between the hours of 2 p.m. and let's say 3 30 to 4 p.m. The only people who should vent out on the road is people who picking up school children people who go into the hospital or people who go into the airport you see those hours driving is hell in Porter Street. it mm-hmm. is hell mm-hmm. i can take you over an hour to get out hell i do all kind of see me and then I, I eventually say you know something let me just go lady young road and i went lady young road and i that and i settled there until i got out it was hell I don't where are all these cars coming doing going about that hour. Cars selling, we don't have the infrastructure. We could sit down here for twenty years, nothing is going to change in Port of Spain when it comes to the road network. Oh. So no. nothing's gonna change. No, and, and and I think a a lot of it is 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 bad driving and bad parking. Well in discipline. Bad traffic light system is 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 everything that just and and people yeah, the block traffic lights is atrocious. We know that people people block intersections. They don't care about oh, they pulling up by schools and to hell with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Taxis stopping oh. in the middle of the road. Don't care if you had a match your brakes or tell me to go. They don't want you to pass. Maxis doing the same thing on the party bus route, overtaking with people in the vehicles and don't care about their lives. Yeah. No, we have we have a really some bad maxis, driving culture here. Some maxis. Some max. I said some maxis. I've, I've seen very good maxi drivers, and I've seen very bad maxi drivers. I've seen, yeah, yeah. 
And I've seen very good pub, um, private drivers, and I've seen very bad private drivers. True, true. Because they are the understanding ones who would allow you out of a street if, you, if you're there waiting. And then mm. there are some others, they would ignore you and go on fully space and to hell with you. Mm -hmm. like, as, if, as if not letting you out um, makes them a hero or makes them feel so extra special. I just watch and I shake my head. Because generally, there's a, to me, there should be an understanding, um, at least with me, that you let one out, you pass. The next person let one out, they pass. That is a, to me, that's an easy way to, 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 to get traffic moving, but not for some people. Not. They will hmm. come up and block you to hell with you if you want to come out of that street. Oh, I, and, and all of that happens between 2 and 4 p.m., especially it especially happens between those hours you know so i the people who should be on the road in in, in my humble opinion if you look over children people who go into the airport or people going to the hospital let me quickly say happy birthday to steve chady um clint marcel former national footballer and now 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 he's a football coach Norman Salandi. Hey, Mr. Salandi. I'm sure you're listening. Um, happy birthday. I'll call you later. Uh, Roland York. Jezel Cooper. Warren Pereira. I think he used to work um, um, Boom Champions at one time. In the early mm -hmm. days when mm -hmm. I now started radio there. Um, um, he almost called somebody who passed away. Jamel Reed is also celebrating his birthday today. He's at TN Tech. And Sharice Moe. All right, those are the birthdays celebrations today, uh, Tuesday, November 9th. All right, mm -hmm. did I miss any? No, I didn't. All right, those mm -hmm. are my birthdays today. 47 days to Christmas, just getting that out there, getting out my system. <laughs> yes, yeah. I expect my new S22 shortly. And my Bose Quiet Comfort uh, two earbuds. Is that a phone? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, you know, in Ghana, in Accra, or was it no? Was it in Kumasi? There were phone stores like a dime a dozen, and they were selling all manner of phones, phones that I've never heard about. And well, certainly the other in the the, the others in the group never heard about it too, and they're more phone savvy than me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, and there were phone stores galore in in Kumasi. Uh, I I didn't even bother to try, but the the prices are extremely cheap. I wasn't sure if I take if I should take a chance and buy a phone and see if it work when I come back home. No, why won't it so work? I so I didn't. <laughs> it would have worked. <laughs> So, so people were telling me, but I, I didn't. I didn't want to take the chance. But the phones were extremely cheap. Of course, lots happening in the U.S. Lots happening in the Parliament yesterday. Uh, I see Fitzgerald Hines, the Honorable Minister, is making the rounds on video and statements. Okay. Oh, as I said, that I wanted to make say a special good morning to Miss Anne Margaret Robinson, the daughter of former. Prime Minister and former President 
Ian R. Robinson, who was the, who was the school's principal at Tranquility um, Government Secondary, who was flung to the ground by those school children. Um, <clears throat> I reached out to her yesterday, so we chatted a bit. She says she's all right. You know, oh, so, you got so we could call her now then. No, I well, she's as a school as a school principal and thing. They wouldn't they wouldn't speak to the public, you know, especially considering an incident like that. That would be. So you did ask people. then. Yeah, I did ask her if she's all right. And she no, and did you ask her to come on the show? No, 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 no. I wouldn't do that. You need I to do that, that, Wendell. I you know, as I say, she won't. She won't be allowed. It wouldn't be allowed anyway. Well, we've had school principals on the program already, so I, I don't understand. They wouldn't be allowed. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm not. You just I'm didn't not, ask. That's all. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. You should have. I wouldn't ask her something like that. Because I, I know her a long time. If 50% she'll say yes, 50% she'll say no. She is an extremely quiet, reserved person. Trust me. I wouldn't ask her something like that. I, I, I know her too well to ask her something like that. So I just inquired Please, about... well then oh, we're not going to get any guests on the program. I know a lot of people very well. Well, I, I inquired about how she is. That to me was the main concern. You understand? Sometimes I just give all your guests and all they'll take me on too. But I want to ask when once a year. <laughs> that's not, Steve. That's not something I would ask Miss Robinson to do. Let's move on, Wendell. Let's move on. So, so what's happening in Parliament, there, Paul? Well, I saw that um, the Minister of National Security has indicated that uh, one hundred and how many? 46 or something. 108 legally issued weapons <clears throat> have featured in serious crimes, including four murders that are currently engaging the attention of police. Minister Hines indicated that these situations are engaging the attention of police and uh, the Commissioner of Police, McDonald Jacob, the Acting Commissioner of Police, McDonald Jacob, gave him this information on Monday. So, was quite well, a lot strange of enough, a lot of strange enough, that was the same. Part. Remember the question I had posed on Monday was about legal firearms. But I didn't have that information before. I just thought it would have been a good question to ask. So maybe we could ask it today. Is there a concern about legal firearms being used in some of these in some of these murders? So the, the information come out now? I'm wondering in what capacity though. Is, well, it, is it the actual the, the, firearm user using it or, or it's being used by other people? First of all, the question about uh, if, if you have confirmation of 108 legal firearms being used, it of course, it kind of follows the narrative about the multiple firearm users granted in the past couple of years and the commissioner's audit of the system and his subsequent statements that uh, that persons who receive those multiple farms shouldn't just expect to get them renewed like that without some sort of audit two the if 108 legally issued firearms have been confirmed to be used in crimes including four murders how come nobody arrested yet 
because if your gun has been used in a in a murder and you can't explain to the police why your gun has been used in a murder you have some problems additionally are any of those 108 legally issued firearms police issued firearms you mean oh you mean issued to police officers yes Mm. from the TTPS yes. or the TT Defense Force or the TT Coast Guard, any of the security services mm -hmm. or security, private security companies. Yeah. You understand? Yes, yes. And that is the kind of information we need to find out, not just overriding information about 108. Yeah. And why nobody ain't arrested yet and or charged well, Particularly we know the last disclosure about four murders including in, in, in the crimes. Yeah. Well, we know that one ended in a murder suicide, this last one. The last um legally issued firearm was that was used in a murder. That is one. So used in a suicide. That is one. Right. 107 to go. Mm -hmm. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 107 to go. Yeah, it so is concerning. I, yeah. Especially... It, it is of grave concern. Yeah. Especially when you hear um, the narrative, and I'm sure you guys would have heard it, that people are, with these multiple firearms and so on, are actually renting, or putting that in parenthesis. Precisely. You understand? They're firearms for, for whatever reason or the other. So that that to me is is extremely worrisome and that's the kind of information we need mm -hmm. yeah yep yeah that's what i want to know mm -hmm. tell me that yeah so i guess you will, will get more information as time goes on yeah but that didn't take care from the fact that that is 108 out of possibly thousands of illegal weapons being used in crimes Yes, yes. So it make me feel no safer to hear that. True. No. But we'll see. Hmm. Never at that moment. Yeah. Yep. But that that's very disturbing news too, because 108 is a lot. It is. Let me put up this shit in that. Yeah. Um, let me let me try to get a newspaper so that I could um I could what else is happening? Uh another um revelation in the Senate yesterday came from the Attorney General upon a question from I believe Senator Mark about liability of the state in wrongful police prosecutions or and and the attorney general says that the discussion had taken place at some level and it's something we discussed here before police who maliciously go after people and then the people sue the state and the state had to pay you understand yes and i fully agree with it you go beyond the ambit of the law you go on your personal revenge business, the state should not pay for that. 
take it out of the pocket. Because, because that is one of the issues that actually came up in the um, bail bill um, debate where people got framed, you understand? Mm-hmm. And end up being exonerated after. But the um, the state is the is the the state is paid, has to pay, when the people frame um, are exonerated and, and take the state to court. For example, we have two situations very soon that I'm sure the state is going to have to pay, or they're going to be taken to court or sued. You understand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The attorneys have basically said so, that they're going to sue, but they, they will have their day in court for wrongful prosecutions. So I, I, I think if, if the officers had not been officially instructed and they went about their own business, I don't see that the state should be paying for that at all. Hmm. Or they go exactly. beyond the ambits of the law. You understand? Yeah. yeah. They cross the lines and, and it's proven that they deliberately cross the lines and, and corrupted the course of justice. No, the state should be paying for that. Nope. Well, that's, that's been a raging debate, eh? Yeah, well... Hmm. It's a good it's a good poll question too. You know. I fully agree. Yeah, that, that it is a good poll question. Yeah. So we could possibly we could possibly poll that this morning. Do you would you agree with police officers who wrongfully prosecute people? But then you see the it's a very strange line because they could say they felt that they had enough evidence and in some of those cases, the evidence would have gone before the DPP who told people to charge, but the police could charge without the DPP in some instances. Eh? They can, and they have in, and most, they have, in a lot of instances. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there are some, there are some situations where police can proffer charges without going through the DPP. You know? And like, like I think gun possession and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, they consult with a senior officer in the station. Yeah, illegal gun possession. So, yeah. so then all that is is with my senior say charge. Mm-hmm. So that the senior will also be held liable. And the senior could also say, um, well, I found I found that the evidence uh gave uh met, met the benchmark for a charge. Mm. So, and, and that sort of stuff. So But I remember, I mean, if Richard was here, he would have because he, he would have shared that story. Um, about someone he knew who was on the roof of his own house, I think. Um, I hope I get this story correct. And the person was charged um, for, for, for possession of a gun that was found somewhere on the roof or whatever. You understand? Mm-hmm. On the roof of his house, right? So, but it was it was done in a in a in a in a kind of way and by a person who had a reputation for being a rogue. A rogue officer. Huh? Well, the, the real problem here that we're discussing uh, by going around the Mulberry Bush is rogue officers again. Yes, yes. You know, that's what we're discussing. Yeah. Again, the, poli- yes. the seeming police inability to reigning, reigning road officers in Trinidad and Tobago. Yes. And and that that is the, the, the one of the main issues we're facing here, rogue officers mm-hmm. in a general sense. And you know who tell you that they are rogue officers? Other police officers, you know. <laughs> when you when you but when not you on the record. 
Eh, not, no, not on the record. <laughs> they, they're not going to do one another. That not time. on the record. Yeah, that's on. The one, the one policewoman who dared to say that 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 a shooting, I think the shooting down in Maruga, was 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 extrajudicial. If I if I if I could use those words, right? She in hiding. She had to be in state protection. Yep, for a while to come too. Because she dared to say no, it didn't happen the way this they reported it happened. Her life changed forever. Her life changed forever. Mm-hmm. So which she is why come out of hiding? Yeah. yeah. So she doesn't dare come out of hiding. Yeah, those, this is that. Those are worrisome things, but you know. And and in, I think I seen one of the articles in one of the newspapers in Express newspaper, Independent Senator. Dr. Varma Dialsing has urged the government not to punish people for seeking to own, own firearms. What is that story about? Let me see if I can get that story. It says he is as speaking in the debate on the finance bill in the Senate yesterday. Dialsing said there was a time when only the selected few, such as judges and MPs, owned firearms. He said he grew up in a home with firearms since his father, a judge, and his colleagues owned firearms and would sometimes go hunting. He said everyone should be given an equal opportunity now to own a firearm and get proper training. He said he had no problem with the increase in the fees for firearm users' licenses. However, he had a difficulty with the government wanting to prevent people from getting firearms and firearm variations. Um, I'm tending to agree with that. I'm trying to figure out what is this government's hesitancy or problem with getting people's firearms. It is just like a car. If I have a license, I can buy five cars. If I went through the checks and balances, which are better than what obtains in the U.S., we have to look at permission from spouses, psychological assessment. Well, I could tell you about that. That and nothing is the same. Police examine your home, certificate of police character. Once persons have those checks, you have you have you give them firearms because even trained people like policemen could have accidental and negligent discharges. That's also correct. Citing a number of instances where there were accidental discharges, he said once there are safety checks and balances, we should not use any piece of legislation to try and come down on individuals who only want to protect themselves and their families. He said most people who own firearms were not advocates of violence, but wanted a safeguard against violent threats and home invasions. I can agree with most of what I read here. I, I can't agree with most of what I read. I am not an advocate of that sentiment. Mm. No, I am not. This is a very small country. And I have seen too many instances of people turning firearms on their spouses. And people losing firearms. And people, as, as the, the, the minister indicated, yes, there are 108 legal firearms involved in crimes for which are murders i am not an advocate of yes and and yes people who are eligible under the provisions identified by the state should get firearms but i don't think it should be easy to get a firearm but what that's what he's saying eh? he's saying once you qualify in certain areas of course i think the psychological assessment is 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 precisely well that that's just it that's just it (laughs) 
Yeah. It seems that's why I said easy to get a firearm. Yeah. I don't think the benchmark is high enough at all. No. Not for that, not for that assessment. <laughs> no. And and because he grew up in a household with a firearm, uh, doesn't mean everybody may be as responsible as his family. Yeah. And in an environment where you have children in houses and not everyone be, being as vigilant as that. No, I just do agree with that. I do agree with the the the, the gun uh, turning the country into a country with a gun culture. Mm. America is suffering did. from that right now. Okay, yeah. America has a real problem with our gun culture right now. That that that's also true. So and 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 those are and they and they have in most states carry. You could just walk into a Walmart and buy a gun eh, if you're over eighteen. Yeah, I mean that's not what he's advocating to be to be fair to him, but I still on a fundamental level, have an issue with the idea that we have this many guns walking around to protect ourselves when the real issue is the state apparatus to protect us. Yeah. That, to me, that is not the solution to protecting ourselves a mass in the country. Yeah. That I think is, what... I, what I, do, I do agree with that philosophy at all. Yeah. What, what I can add to that, your argument, Paul, is that the idea of someone owning a gun, Right. Or, or being in possession of a legal firearm ain't stopping these guys either from attacking people. Is the Precisely. same way that cameras... Yeah, it, it, it's just a shootout. Yeah, the same way that cameras ain't stopping them from in, in, invading your place. Now, you may have a better chance of protecting yourself and your family granted because right. you have a firearm, but that is not going to stop the attack on you and your family. No, it's it not stopping it. Clearly Look at the, 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 um, the woman in, in Westmoreland that early morning, remember yeah. a couple of months ago? Yeah, yeah. yeah Her yeah. brother... Pull the fire, but she was still unfortunately killed. Yes, yes. It not they were, they were still targeted. Yeah. And and is it that couple of the bandits got killed also? Yes. 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 But yes. she lost her life. Yeah. And there were children involved in that scenario. I am not, I am not a, and this is just me philosophically, I am not a gun person. No, I, I'm not and either. And I don't think the answer is making more guns available to persons because in that case, the number of business people, large, medium, and small, who will say, well, you know what? I'm a business person, so I become eligible if I fit certain parameters. Well, I just will become a gun-carrying state like the U.S., and we see what is going on in the U.S. now with that gun culture, particularly in some states. Yeah. Then the next thing we go down with, um, we, the, the next stage will be then, um, remember some states, if you feel threatened, you could shoot people? Mm-hmm. Yes, is yes. that where we're going? Yeah. <laughs> no, I I do philosophically. I think but, the, the well, that is, that is dealing with the symptom, and the issue is having an effective protective mechanism and a crime suppression and a crime uh, a proactive crime situation um, mechanism to to prevent crime, to suppress crime, and to prosecute crime. But Paul, it's in, it's in the criminal going. justice system. You say we going there? We went there. I remember, and and I took umbrage at it. I I was concerned about it when there was the well, the man saw the, the 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 guys coming on his camera at at his door, and he Lego bullets through the door and shot two of them. We gone he there felt because he felt threatened in his yeah. That was it. So we've gone there already. Yeah, so, and I can't blame somebody who feels that they feel because you in that circumstance you feel threatened you really feel threatened mm -hmm. you wait for them to come inside and attack you you, know? mm -hmm. you understand but i am not an advocate of gun culture proliferation in the country i'm just not philosophically
I think at that stage, you will actually have a, a, a proliferation of guns because then everyone who feels that I could, I got to be a businessman, I could feel my family get robbed. You understand? Yeah. Or my wife got assaulted or my daughter got held up or, or robbed and that makes me eligible. And then we have a million guns walking around. Is that is that the answer? And then people start to get robbed and the guns get stolen and you have more of a, 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 a proliferation of guns in the country. And then you have a bigger problem in the end, like we're seeing in the US now. That to me, that's yeah. not the answer. Yeah. And the US is large. Think about a small country, how it's intensified. Yeah. Uh, no, I disagree with that philosophy of Dr. Dale Singh. I, and, and and his scenario was that his father was a judge. Not that judges should be more protected than anybody else, but certainly in some instances they're at more risk. You understand? Yeah. Because I of think the he was using, job. I think he was using the analogy of the privileged few who, who could have gotten it long time. Well, I, the, the privilege in his instance, it, and it shouldn't be a privilege for it, should be those who are eligible under certain circumstances as identified by the state. Mm -hmm. So. I understand the judge because of the nature of their job. You're sentencing people, hardened criminals who are coming out, who have colleagues or cohorts out here, you understand? But they, they, they fix the criminal justice system, fix the police. <laughs> put, them, put the bandits in jail, the criminals in jail. As opposed to arming everybody with a gun who wants a gun, who feels that it's threatened. Everybody feels threatened. Right now, everybody feels threatened and anxious. Does that make us all eligible? Hmm. I, I disagree with that philosophy. Strongly. I don't think that's the answer. I don't think that's the answer at all. I think that'll create more problems in, in, in the long term. It'll create many more problems. Yeah. And then, I, guess, I guess at some point in time, somebody has to run the data on, since we have um, allowed so many extra FULs to be granted, because the statistics showed um, during the three-year term of um, former Commissioner Gary Griffith, that a lot, thousands more FULs were granted, right? Um, so I guess the data has to be collected on and see if it has gotten worse. Well, the statistics already showing that it is getting worse, but I, I, it might be too early to run that data also to see if it has gotten worse or if it has gotten better, if people are better able to protect themselves or if... We have had more incidents of gun crime since because with more licenses means more importation of guns. You understand? And with more exactly with more, and just more guns in the country. Yeah. With, in a with, small with, country. Yeah, yeah. With more importation of guns means more access to guns by criminals too. Whether you know. Criminals they need importation, you can have access to them having them getting gun in when they want. Mm -hmm. What what the advocacy of that sentiment means that we'll have more gun 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 and people have the right to define themselves. I, I agree. But I still don't think that is the real answer. I think the real answer is more effective policing, criminal justice system being efficient, putting people through the system, putting them in jail if you're guilty, and exonerating people if they're innocent. Yeah. The answer is not creating a gun state. Okay? Mm -hmm. That that means that you don't feel the police doing their works with everybody here gun. Well, I'm being ridiculous, but you know what I mean. <laughs> good news, and I call it good news, three charges illegal quarrying. We've wondered for years why 
when we fly over the country going to Tobago flying out, you see the big swaths of scarred land, mm-hmm. particularly on the northern range. But you don't ever hear about anybody getting charged for illegal quarreling in, quarreling in the country. Mm-hmm. Well, three men faced a magistrate on Tuesday. I'm reading from the Express. Charged with illegal quarrying, they were each placed on $40,000 bail. Clarence London, Rajesh Ramdas, and Neil Cross appeared before Magistrate Sarah De Silva in the Sanguigani Magistrates Court, charged with illegal quarrying on November 7th. Forestry officers on November 3rd were on patrol in Manzanilla Windbelt Forest at the Matura Range, near Turtle Nesting Site, where they allegedly observed an excavator digging and removing material from state land. A report was made to the multi-agency task force, who swooped down a geologist from the Ministry of Energy and Energy Industries, Forestry, and land inspector to attach to the Commissioner of State Lands assisted police in their investigations, which led to charges being laid. We need more of this. Well, so that, is, that is good news. But the amount of them they should be holding. <laughs> but that has carried on there four years, decades, and abated. Mm-hmm. So much so that if you, at the I went on a training thing in Komutu with the air guard many years ago, and they told us we can't fly over there. You know, we asked them why you can't fly over there. Let's go take a look at the quarry. They said, no, no, yes, bullet just come pew 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 in, at, the, at the helicopter. Yeah, <laughs> imagine that. They, they cannot fly over there because they will be shot at. Mm-hmm. And it was accepted. Well, that is them domain. They go shoot at yeah. you. This is a Ministry of National Security helicopter. <laughs> yeah. that afraid to fly over our area because they could get shot at. <laughs> Talk about ceding the state to the criminals. <laughs> so to me, that is good news that they charge some of them. They're more to charge. Yeah. Okay? All right, so we could get into the headlines. I, I'll do the express that I pulled up here. You see? You see how easy that was? Well, actually, it wasn't so easy, but I, get it, I got it eventually. I, I ain't getting the sports part of it, though. It's just no. the stories on the front. So let me get a try a little harder. Yeah, it says don't punish gun owners. <laughs> I actually somebody would actually send me the whole newspaper from time to time, but I, I don't get it again. Um, don't punish gun owners. That's the main story by independent senator Dr. Varma Dial Singh. Uh, Hindus head back to beaches for Kartik. Uh TTPS mourns exemplary sergeant Tit. I don't know if it's Tit or Tight. I don't know how you pronounce that. T-I-T-T-E. Um, he, he passed away and uh, apparently there's a story about him. Um, I've never heard the name before though. Three charged with illegal quarrying and Paul would have just read some parts of that story. Wife charged with knifing husband in chest during beach line. Where did that happen? A 41-year-old woman from Diego Martin was charged with knifing her husband at a beach lime. Where did that beach lime happen? Um, Pleasant Road, Mearo. All right. Don't ask me how. The woman became enraged when after she and her husband got into a heated argument and she pulled a knife from inside her handbag and stabbed the man in his chest, causing injuries. She was arrested. All right. That's also on the front page. And court threat over local government election. And what is that about, you say? It's a court action by Ravi Balgobin Maraj, the um, the quintessential court man for the opposition, well, the opposition or, or whatever. 
So it says in a pre-action protocol letter yesterday, blogger and activist Ravi Balgobin Maharaj has given the government until 4 p.m. on Monday, November 14th to reverse a decision to seek legislative amendment postponing the local government elections. Well, I don't know this. Where you get that from? All they do is 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 do a partial proclamation that extends the terminal. I don't know that they have said local government election has been postponed, you know. So I maybe, semantics when it is effectively postponed. Well, no, because Paul, a local government election, even though the term goes up till has been extended to December 2023, the Prime Minister could still call an election anytime, you know. You understand? So Anyway, let the court deal with that one. So that's the today's express. Let's move to the news day online for today, Wednesday, third November. Uh, acting COP to FUL holders secure weapons properly to avoid theft. Santa's pay tribute to the late Dr. Lester Henry. Hines, 108 legal guns used in crimes, including four murders. Red Force shift focus to Guyana, clash unfazed with CCC result. Two COVID deaths in the past seven days. Active cases declined further. Customers rob businessmen at gunpoint in Kokia. THA capitalizing on cost-effective world trade market. JTM proposes crime-fighting measures. We move now to the Trinidad and Tobago Guardian online. Schoolgirl beaten by classmates. Hmm. AGI's law to make cops liable for militia in malicious cases. That could be the subject of a question, or we could use Dr. Dial Singh's suggestion about the firearms. Tranquility, secondary students involved in fights suspended. Malik man gunned down. Dial Singh, no confirmed cases of monkeypox in TNT. TNT boss admits power outage headaches ahead. Senate pays tribute to Henry. Two people offer help to help Kavir get kidney transplant. Landslips distressing Clark Road residents and 700 books donated to Marbella North Secondary. So, those are trending stories, online stories in your Express Guardian and Newsday. All right. All right. So, let's uh, get into the results of our morning poll. I'm trying to pull it up here, and it's for some odd reason, I cannot seem to pull it up. So, I'll have to bypass the results of our morning poll. Um, unless I get it quickly. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. It's not allowing me to view the results. Um, so let's get into this morning's poll, gentlemen, by the time. Which one do you want to go with, Paul? Should I'm right. Don't matter to me. All right, are we asking about the legal firearms? I thought we had a poll already. My mind, it slipped out of my mind. Sorry, <laughs> I talk so much between then and now. Do you agree with police officers being made financially liable in malicious prosecution cases? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I could go, we could go with that. Yes or no? Yeah, should police officers be made liable in cases where they have? financially liable financially liable right yeah. in in malicious prosecution cases yep that's all right this so two, 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 two. financially liable 
personally, financially liable because they will come out of their pockets, you know? Yeah. All right. That's our question this morning. Numbers are 222-TALK, 228255 612-8255, and 866-525-1099. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Give the dog a bone. I tell you, he actually got it right. Take a bow there, Paul. Take a bow. Take a bow. Well done. Well done. All right. Those are the numbers. Of course, you can hit us up on our message board via our mobile app or on our website at paul102fm. Um, yeah, I'm having internet issues. That's what's going on here. All right, so let's take your calls. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Um, me here, Sunny San Fernando. Mm-hmm. Yes, to the poll. And also, I wouldn't be surprised if some of those officers and the businessmen who always get in malicious prosecution and cahoots. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you, Sunny, which is not Sunny. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Sandy Grandy. Let me send out a very special good morning to his worship, the mayor. My answer is no. How would you prove that they were malicious? Thank you. All right. Thank you, Grandy. Uh, Let's check the website. Wayne out in Simcoe, Ontario, Canada says no. All right. Thank you, Wayne. Two, two, talk. Two 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 talk six I mean, one two talk. Cases in our courts that people have won cases for malicious prosecution already. Yeah. So the courts have proven that. Do you agree with police officers being personally fi- and financially liable in the malicious prosecution in malicious prosecution cases? That is our poll. Yes or no. All right. That's our poll. Message us, give us a call, 222-8255-612-8255. North Americans, 868-525-1099. All right? That's our numbers directly in the studio. Of course, you can message us via our mobile app, um, which you should have by now, or our website at paul102fm.com. All right, that's our poll. Do you agree that police officers should be held financially liable in malicious prosecution cases? Yes or no? That's what we're asking you. The taxpayers' dollars won't be used. It will be their own money. All right. I will give you some calls. I'll tell you there is flooding in some areas already. Um, yeah. Good morning, caller. Good morning. Yes, I'm voting on that um, on the pool. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
I say yes. All right. Thank you so much, caller. I say yes. 222-8255-612-8255. Of course, flooding reported in uh, Freeport, Calcutta 1, 2, and 3, Salman Hutray Highway near Courts, Carapo, parts of Grandi, uh, various areas of Penal, including Penal Rock Road, Suriz Road, and various areas of Barakpur, um, Gasparilla, Mamoral, Southern Main Road at Chase Village. And if you are trying to get out of um, Barakpur, there's a major landslip on Wilson Road. It's impassable. Uh, almost 20 trees with mud uh, fell on the roadway just before 6 o'clock this morning. Absolutely no way out of Barakpur at the moment. All right, just keeping you updated for those around in southern Trinidad and Tobago. Again, our morning poll. Do you agree that police officers should be personally and financially liable in malicious prosecution cases? Yes or no? All right. That is our morning poll. Let's check our, um, our app here. Let's see. Um, yeah, okay. And we have three minutes before the hour, seven o'clock major news at the top of the hour. With Avi, she's already here, already yapping up a storm. She's probably warming up her mouth. We got some traffic out at Digger Martin from Blue Range. Um, traffic again on Moncoco Road. If you're trying to get from Diego Martin to, to the saddle, you've got traffic there. Out of Mocha, heading down towards a roundabout by Borsere. you got some traffic. Um, going up Lady Young Road also got some traffic. All right. I'm seeing an accident here. This is by... Uh, church on the Churchill Roosevelt Highway close to El Sicoro. Um Doesn't tell me if it's westbound or eastbound, but people are stopping to look. So it's creating quite a stir. Let's see. Uh, Miss Ingrid, my answer to the poll is absolutely yes. All right. Thank you, Miss Ingrid. Somebody who just does not sleep at all. Does not sleep. Uh, Rivulet Road, Henry the Point, Lisas. Um, very heavy. And from Chaguanas heading towards the interchange, you've got some traffic there as well. Out of Grandy from the police station, as you head out, got some traffic there as well. All right, so 222-8255, We just have like a minute again. Do you agree uh, that police officers should... Um, um, do you agree with police officers being personally and financially liable in malicious prosecution cases? That's our poll. CJ from New York. New York. Says yes. All right. Thank you so much, CJ. Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. 
Power 102 Digital.